Back on this Wednesday, time for a weekly COVID update with vaccine researcher and family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel joins us once again. Dr. Gorfinkel, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Jeff. All right. There's been a lot of talk, of course, about the sixth wave. What exactly are the true numbers, the true data since uh, testing has all but stopped by a lot of uh, governments, provincial governments. But we do have some new data, Dr. Gorfinkel, that suggests that uh, nearly one-third of us, nearly one-third of Canadians have had COVID? You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head. I'm incredulous. Consider, if we turn the clock back to fall, one out of 10 Canadians had been infected. So this is incredible, right? One out of 10. And that's the entire pandemic up until the fall. And then suddenly, from the fall until now, it's one out of three Canadians. That is a profound change. And why did that happen? It happened because we are dealing with what is the most contagious virus known to mankind, perhaps next to measles. One case infects 12 people. And this is totally that in action. What's interesting is that we can actually tell using science which, what, what it is that people have had. So we can tell the difference between immunity that comes from vaccinations, because that's looking at the antibody to the spike protein, versus immunity that came from natural infection. That's a totally different antibody. So these are actual numbers. This reflects what's going on. And on the positive side, so many Canadians have had the disease that we're getting a mixture of immunity, right? So this is, this is, this improves our, our response to the COVID-19 virus. Mm-hmm. So if we have immunity that comes from vaccine as well as from natural infection, but what cost will come from long COVID? Okay, when we talk about uh, antibodies and antibody data, which is what uh, this number, one-third of the Canadian population has now had COVID, is based on, is that, can you break that down a little bit for us, Dr. Gorfinkel? Is that essentially looking at blood, uh, blood tests, and, and just how reliable is that data? Yeah, the data comes from Canadian blood services. This is considered the most reliable data that we have available. And it's pretty exciting. I mean, they are looking at the antibodies in these blood samples, and it is over the entire population of Canada. So this is probably the best information we have on how many people have actually been infected. We know we can't rely on testing anymore PCR testing isn't widely available. Rapid antigen testing, people do that, but they don't even report. We we don't have a reporting system for rapid antigen testing. So we rely on things like wastewater signals, but that doesn't tell us how much of an entire population has been infected, nor does things like case positivity. So this is the best data Canada has. And that's a tremendous number. I mean, if we were to do the math on that, it's, it's not going to take a long time for the entire population to get it at this rate. Right. I was going to ask you just how surprised you are at that one-third number, because, I mean, obviously you look at this, you study this, uh, you know it uh, well. I think for most people that look at that number, it might surprise them that it's that low when they consider maybe they and family members have uh, had COVID, tested positive for COVID. They know so many people within their circle that have now had it, particularly with uh, Omicron. So I think a lot of people might think that number is actually lower than they might have expected. It surprised me at how high it was. But what worries me is that people are going to see that number and think, oh, that's great. One out of three people have had it. That number's on the rise. I won't get it again. But that's not true. We also hear lots of reports of people getting it again. 
because unfortunately there are so many different variants and subvariants that having immunity to one does not mean having immunity to all. And never mind, the immunity does not seem to be long-lasting. That's why second boosters are needed. That's why even first boosters are needed. It's concerning that still less than half of Canadians have had that booster shot. And we know that three months after getting the second dose, immunity to mild disease is pretty much nil. N-I-L zip all. So that's a big problem. People really need to get that booster shot. I think the problem is, you know, we started out saying two doses, you're fully vaxxed. That's simply not true. Fully vaxxed means a minimum of three and possibly more. All right. We're also getting reports out of the U.S. that the majority of Americans have also had COVID. So when you look at what's happened south of the border and the data that we have now here in Canada, and you may have just answered this uh, question in your last response, Dr. Gorfinkel, but are we any closer to maybe the end of the pandemic, this becoming a quote-unquote endemic? Because between, you know, we have had, uh, and I hear what you're saying about boosters, but uh, obviously fairly good uptake when it comes to particularly the first two doses of the vaccine in this country. And now with the uh, people having antibodies and so-called natural immunity, does that uh, move us further towards this all-ending? It doesn't end until the world is vaccinated. I hate to sing that song again, but frankly, new variants are going to be coming out, coming down that pipeline, entering Canada until the world, our global village, is vaccinated. And right now, it simply is not. So we see large numbers of cases. And never mind, I think we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. You know, more than half of the world's vaccines have come from China. And we know that those vaccines are not effective. We need booster shots of Pfizer on top of that to make sure that the world actually has the immunity we hope that it does. So until the world is vaccinated, no, the pandemic is not going to end. Yes, we can look forward to more variants. You know, it's true that it's incredible that over half of the population in the United States has had COVID-19. But that's only a small piece of a larger puzzle in making sure that there's long-term immunity. Immunity falls off, both from natural infection and from vaccination. So the best deal is, if you can, if you, even if a person has had the infection, they still need to get vaccinated. All right, just before we take a break, I wanted to ask you as well about comments from Dr. Kieran Moore earlier this week, who's commenting about hospitalizations in the province, saying, quote, we've got another rough week ahead. And this is always a number we key on that we uh, look at is uh, hospitalization rates, ICU rates. Where are we uh, right now in the province when it comes to that? Uh, uh, again, Dr. Moore is saying we've got another rough week ahead, but are we starting to trend maybe downward in the right direction? Are we coming out of the sixth wave, do we know? Well, it appears that test positivity and wastewater signals, they seem to be just a bit up. They're not crazy up. Hospitalizations are a bit crazy up. They're 16% up just in the past week. ICU admissions are also 6% up. But uh, to, our, to our benefit, we're getting warmer weather. And generally, warmer weather has been an excellent predictor of fewer cases. And don't forget hospitalizations and ICU. That stuff is going to lag two to three weeks behind. So I, I'm optimistic. I think our numbers are going to get better. 
But then I'm concerned about what's going to happen in the fall again. I'm concerned about how few Canadians have had that booster shot. And that's a big deal because that booster shot, it, it improves the likelihood of getting hospitalized. It greatly reduces it from 70 to 90%. So that's a big change. And it also improves the likelihood of not getting COVID-19 in terms of a mild case. So it's not perfect. It's 50%, but it's still a lot better than not having it. All right. We got to step aside and get a break. But when we come back, we will continue our COVID update with Dr. Gore Finkel. Get her take on the World Health Organization, their latest statement when it comes to the pandemic, saying that the world is blind to COVID spread, that uh, essentially, I guess, COVID fatigue has taken over. Masking mandates are are done. What Dr. Gore Finkel was just saying there a second ago about Uh, The uptake of the uh, booster shot has the world truly become blind as the WHO, the World Health Organization, is uh, stating when it comes to the continued spread of COVID. We'll discuss that and more right after this here in the Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink. 